Welcome to The Speaking Ball. Well, you know, a situation like this, it's hard to tell the good guys from the bad guys. I mean, they're all Indians. There's a militant group operating on the reservation. Not enough. I'm a warrior. It says 50 Welcome to the podcast, folks. Look at that. I've had three this summer so far, so you guys are uh, you guys are lucky. Uh, today I got my friend here. His name's Goa. Uh, Goa, the Go, the Goa constrictor, maybe. It's like Goa, <laughs> Boa constrictor. I don't know. It's like a it's like a city. It is uh, a city. It's a city. But you constrict the city, man. Yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. Like a yeah, yeah. You could. You like could. a villain, man. Like a villain. Yeah. yeah. How big is Goa? Goa is not very big, uh, but it's a beach city. Uh, a place I used to go to quite often, mm. and uh, and hang out, man. Yeah, yeah. it's just uh, it's the one place where you can kind of unwind. I think. Mm. Yeah. 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 Really? It's like that. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it the one place you can unwind? It's the one place because for you? Uh, because it's far away from back when I back when I lived with my parents. Uh, just before I, I moved uh, moved to ago. Canada. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's good. I'm teasing. Uh, what eleven years ago? I uh, don't want to go too too far back. Here, but uh, but um, it was like my my excuse to leave, and uh, you know it had a beach and stuff like that. I didn't grow up at the beach, so what'd you do at the beach? Just sit there in the sand, just like, hang oh. out, man, drink and, and smoke. And I never got the beach thing, and you know really, what? a lot of people love the beach. They're like I love going to the beach, and I'm right. like, what do you do there? Like I sit in the sun, you know, this much like you you described there, like right. drink and whatever. And right. I mean, I'm sure there's lots to look at. There's lots of talented people around to you know. Talented people. I don't know if you. I don't know. No talent is like. A, I don't think a, you go to the beach to talent find is, talent. <laughs> talent is a colloquialism, for for someone who's good looking. Oh, okay. Like, Sorry, that's a talent, yeah, I just, man. I just went over my head. No, it's okay. Yeah. Well, you maybe maybe you're in the beach volleyball, right? Maybe you're looking for right, 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 like right. A really right. good metal detector. Right, right. Which I don't know if you're like. Can you be a skilled metal? De- I guess you can. Well, yeah, like, what's probably. the an expert metal detector and an asshole metal detector? I think it's just his rig. I, I right. think it's someone that can like listen to 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 the sound of the of the machine. It's probably gotta be like where you pick though, right? Because I feel like probably probably it's a lot of like okay, no one's ever this is an old swimming hole from the sixties that yeah. they closed up. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Find some old Indian head nickels. Yeah. Like just knowing and doing like some research think, about way things. It's yeah. kind of cool, man. Yeah, you should be able to do research, right? And should be able to like read maps. I'm assuming, and uh, and look at like history and things like that. Right? It'd be cool and to find like. like yeah, it'd be cool to find, like, old parts of the city that maybe, like, had an old beach or had an old swimming pool or maybe, right. like, maybe, I don't know. I'm not really smart enough to think, I guess, laterally to, like, think about what the best place would be, but right. it would be cool to uh, to go and, like, look for, I don't know. Yeah, you know what like, they find? They just find bullshit. Like they find coin. Like oh, great day! They find coins. Yeah. It's not for the loot. And I'm just like, clearly, no, it's, it's not. not for the loot. Yeah, or or like where like a like I don't know, like a battle took place or something like that. I don't know if that mm. would. Maybe that's like old artillery and and fifty yeah, caliber bullets. Yeah, I think if you from, knew the battle and you knew what was going on, I think that yeah. would be cool in a way. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? You'd be like oh, this is from the. Battle of uh, you know Hastings or something. Yeah. Like if you were somewhere yeah. you know somewhere interesting. Or if you're like going off to like pirate treasure, that would be cool. Pirate treasure would be cool. See, that Just is like, the kid's dream, right? Right. Ever since right. like if you're around my age, which is 
almost as old as dirt, but you know, pushing <laughs> going up in the eighties with the Goonies, right? Hey, right, you guys, right, right, right. Yeah, and that was yeah. like they came out of the cave and there was like yeah. the ship there and everything yeah. was covered in gold. I always fantasized about that, man. Yeah, I always man. thought like I mean, not that I was unique to do that, everybody did, but that yeah. was the moment, right? Finding some treasure. For sure, man. Rich for free, baby. Yeah, Let's the pirates, go. man, they're cool. I just uh, I played Uncharted Four recently. That was uh Uncharted? Have you, have you heard yeah, of it? Yeah, I've yeah. Heard, yeah. I, I loved it, man. I loved uh That's sort of like flagship series. I've heard like nothing but good things about Drake. Man, so Drake's good. Fortune, so right? good. Yeah, and it was just about uh, pirate treasure, man. And they just travel the world and try to find this this uh, chasing the dragon, essentially. Try to find pirate treasure. People do that shit today and that's what I'm saying. It's like right. that's everybody's like from the little I know about it, right. how it works is these guys go out and say, hey, look, we've tracked down the Spanish galleon that sank in 1634 on its right. way to the Caribbean. We think it's here. Right. We would like funding, blah, 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 blah. Go dig it out it. So we need a couple yeah. million dollars for the ship and the equipment right. and all the right. sort of people to hire and the beep, 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 oh, we got it. Right, 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 right. That's an investment for them, right? So True. it says like... If you get it, we'll give you half or whatever the mm-hmm. business is of that. I could never say I right. know what those numbers are, but right. that's typically they're funded by other people, right? Yeah. And the, from what I can tell, it's usually the people who funded it who get the credit, right? That's true. That's it's true. like, you know, oh, this guy, you know, found this, right, with the help right. of, you know, head archaeologists. You know, some guy has been in school for 35 years, just mm-hmm. gets like, you know, <laughs> seconded there. It's just riding the coattails, make him sound like Yeah, yeah. I but, mean, because it... Uh, because it always goes back to that, right? Mm. It's, uh, it's good PR, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so you're Indian, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. Born yeah. in India. Born in India. Yeah, true. Born yeah. and grew up there. So what time did you? What time? What time did you get here? <laughs> what time I got, did I get I got here? here at two o'clock. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting outside. Been out here, flight landed, fresh off the old plane. Yeah. Um. Twenty ten. Twenty ten. Yeah, I got a really good friend named Shafi who actually probably came around the same time. Oh, really? He came from northern India. Right, right. And uh, it was a pretty cool experience in the way that happened. I rented, I was uh, doing advertising at the time. I was in Mohawk College. There, right. Uh, rented a room in a student house real close to the campus there, right? Mm-hmm. And we had all sort of been there for probably two weeks and got to know each other, did the bro and out because it was just a bunch of guys. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And, like, I was yeah. a couple years older than him, but I was like maturity probably right. still five years younger than that in a lot of ways but we had a great time or whatever we all just chilling one day and we were drinking and we were just sitting in a living room together just like early on a Friday night <laughs> and Shafi comes in he's like looks real quiet and his aunt's with him right he's like oh this is Shafi like she she came in and introduced what Shafi to the whole room like it was like we were kids or something and we all just kind of looked at each other and it was Honestly, it was super endearing, and, and right. he immediately endeared us to him, right? Yeah. Because it was like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. maybe we need to take care of this kid, right? Right, Because he right. didn't know he anybody didn't... in the city, right? Oh, right. Okay. right from India, right? Didn't right, know anybody right. at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. man, what a great opportunity it was to get to know him, man. That's awesome, man. Uh, we got him high for the first time. And so, oh, really? <laughs> well, he was just trying to go along, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. High. And then yeah. I found out later, because he never said anything to me, but one of right. the other roommates, he actually went back in his room and he was really worried because he had never been high like that uh, before. He probably got paranoid also. Oh, for right? sure he did, yeah. but, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was just great to get to know him and hang around and uh, learn a little bit more about his culture and, you know, how much he sacrificed. Because his whole thing was, like, his parents... He's modest, right? Mm-hmm. But he says his family are jewelers and all this other sort right. of crap, right? Yeah, or whatever yeah. it is. I don't care, and it's none of my business. But 
his biggest thing is he wanted to pay for school himself, mm. right? And so, like, he came here, he worked while he went to did the marketing thing, right. paid for his own school, right? Wouldn't take any money from home. Like, it's right. a big thing for him, right? And yeah. now he's been out in, um, I don't, I'm putting this whole information out here, but now he's out somewhere else and he's <laughs> got, uh, you know, a, a great job in his field. That's awesome, and, That's good know, to know, yeah. He's, he's done really well, but I just respect him so much because he came to a whole new country where he barely mm-hmm. spoke the language and was able to not only carve himself out a little bit of, you yeah. know, <laughs> the colonial dream, um, yeah. he was able to sort of do it in a way that made him feel good about himself, right? That's it's good. like, not just that he accomplished that, but he was able to, it's like, I never, he, when he graduated, he was super happy because he right. never took a dime from his parents, right? Yeah, yeah. And being an international student isn't cheap. Oh, no, it's not, man. No, you, you pay through your nose. Yeah, it's like and, three or uh, four times or at least. Oh, what, it's so. three times. My, my school is three times. Um, and, and, you know, you can only work 20 hours mm. uh, a week, right? So that, and, and most of the jobs, like the first six months, and I think it, it got extended to the first year when I came in, um, I was one of the lucky ones, uh, where you could only work, during the first year you could only work in school, you couldn't work outside. True. Um, and so that put, put everyone in a compromising position, right? Because yeah. like you've got 20 hours, limited jobs in school, and so you've got to just figure it out, right? And so, um, so yeah, it kind of puts you in a, in a weird position, because you've got to like figure it out from day one, <laughs> pretty much. Um, and uh, yeah, and it's the same same thing with me. I came here with no family here at all. So, oh really? Yeah, yeah I just moved yeah. here with like two suitcases and had to figure it out, which is uh, kind of crazy. So uh, yeah, kudos yeah. to you, man. For, oh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. But you know what? A lot of people do it, man. I'm not the only one. Uh, you know, they've been people have been doing it for for like Indians have been doing it for at least like the last 40, 40 50 years. You know? What do you mean immigrating here? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, people in North America, here right? For about 500 years that is true that is true touche yeah so I it's the the whole like um, American Canadian dream the whole immigrant my grandpa came here with $20 in his pocket and doing like that's always been romanticized right right? in sort of the settler sort of culture that's it right as from as an indigenous person it's always been sort of like yeah good for you man right right like when you see them white people up north they're surviving and shit like oh man no like no one's ever been there I'm like bro you know people have lived here for for 5,000 years like you're not doing anything that's New, right? that, that's what it is, and I was, uh, I was. It's, it's funny because I was watching an episode of uh, of Anthony Bourdain. Oh yeah, last night, and it was, uh, it's one of his earlier episodes, mm-hmm. um, where he's like, you know, like this is like late nineties, early two thousands. Anthony Bourdain, when he was yeah, in, like yeah, a yeah. chef store, a cook store, whatever. He's been on TV and all that for a while. Yeah, yeah. travel stuff. Yeah, yeah. Rest yeah. In peace, by the way. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, super. Got a lot of respect for him. I think, I think he's done like a great job. I think he created like this, this new like this new wave of like uh, of journalism right and and kind of matched that with like food that he tasted but also like talked about the realities of some certain places right which was quite interesting well, dude it's one of those things that were so it seems so like looking now that we have that it's like so right. second like obvious it's so obvious it seems right, right? but at the right. time no one had ever really thought about tying that to like the food and everything local because there's so much was missed a lot right. of times when you watch old travel stuff they'd show you the the picturesque things right yeah or they'd be yeah. like check out the markets and they would just yeah. show you a bunch of people that look brown and different right yeah. it was never yeah. sort of in a way that was like took you to in the way Anthony Bourdain made you like felt you felt intimately connected right. to like a local there was a local feel to it whether it was legitimate or not there was a feel that it wasn't like hi I'm the representative for Cambodia right here right. Like manicured sort of whatever you really felt you were connected like if you 
went there, you would have a similar experience. That's true. That's true. But in the eighties, you never, you're never going to meet the ambassador to, you know, Mongolia. You're not, like you're, you're not, not going to have that type of experience that they no, show you no. on TV. Right? Yeah. So there's always that sort of, I think, subconscious disconnect to be like, yeah, that's great, but what would my trip be like? Right. I don't know what hotel to get. I don't know what city to go to. Would I get a guide like that? You know, a lot of times I think maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's just like ends up leaving people with a salty taste in their mouth. Right. right. I know a lot of people who. I don't know a lot of people. I've heard stories of people that have gone to India or have gone to China or other places and came yeah. back, gone to Morocco and came right. back and been like, it's like Mississauga, but right. browner people. Like they didn't right. have a great time because yeah. they had the Morocco thing. They had it in their head because of like Casablanca, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They yeah. Had it, like those. It's gonna be romantic, or whatever, right, right? Right. But then they get there and they're like, oh shit, you know. Yeah. Did you know of, that uh, Muslims over here? Yeah. Did that? you know that uh, the Japanese have uh, have uh, a specialized uh, form of therapy for? people that go to Paris and realize that Paris is not like Paris. I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah I didn't know it was a Japanese, but I heard that, that was, there was a syndrome. Yeah. That. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, they actually have a special kind of therapy. A I heard Venice number. was stinky, man. Oh, like really? Venice with all the water, man. I heard my buddy went, there. he was kind of young though, man. Like right. his, he grew up kind of, kind of good, you know what I mean? Okay. In the yeah. way like yeah. where his mom like sent him to Paris with wow. his friends when he was 18. Wow. Gave him a credit card and he backpacked. Wow. Like that's something that mm-hmm. I'm not even a shot like oh he was privileged I wish we could all do that yeah it's yeah just yeah like he had a little bit different experience so I'm not sure he appreciated Venice in the way like he actually said it was one of the worst places he went to right, right. but that, I think that's just because he was probably a little bit younger and it was a lot to take in and it's sort of like ah oh, you know whatever yeah yeah so I don't want to say like he's ignorant to Venice but he said it just stank and that's what that's what he remembered most about that's it, right? it right? was one of those things that's right? it, but yeah. I'd still like to see it yeah and yeah. I imagine it probably would with all the water if you ever lived around a body of water there's dead fish and there's yeah. things around it's not always like especially when there's concrete and stuff around it seems to smell worse yeah right? yeah and that kind of constantly like you know there is a concentration of water right constantly there so it's probably like smells muddy and swampy also at some point yeah musty and that yeah, yeah it's kind of like, cool man it just seems yeah. weird like I, I watched a little thing about how it was built or whatever or why it was built they got these like huge telephone pole like style vaults that go all the way they put them like 30 feet down the ground like actually build on top of those right so it's okay that's why it doesn't sink in but huh. It's a lot of effort when, like, a mile in there's land, idiot. Like, That's what, true. What are you doing? That is true. All, that is true. all the resources, and I mean, it's cool that it exists, and yeah. I love that things in life manifest in these beautiful, unique ways. Right, right. Like, right. you've got the city, and it's waterways right. and stuff like that, but right. Jesus, man, you could have found an easier way. Yeah, that's true. I, I also wonder, like, right, like, if... if uh, if instead of building vertically, if we're ever going to start like encroaching into the into the water, right? Which is happening water quite a world, bit. Waterworld, Kevin Costner, baby, I love that movie, and everybody hated it. I've never watched it. I should watch it. <laughs> uh, People don't like it. I think it was an this, and it was like, you know, at the time when I was old enough to remember, they're like, it's the most expensive movie because at that time it was, it was like high budget set, or whatever. You know, it was like right, they had yeah. the way they had to build the set and all of that. Yeah, it was but, like a lot, a lot of like action scenes and stuff like that, right? So we're I like, thought I loved the concept. I thought right. it was cool. I thought it was a great sort of take on the post-apocalyptic sort yeah. of thing. But I don't want a spoiler alert for you. It's like one of those Transformer movies, I guess, like with the the explosions and things like that. Uh, no, I uh, wouldn't say that at no? all. Okay. I would say that it's more like it's action, but it's like kind of like. It's 
post-apocalyptic. It's in the future, so there's right. not any land, and so right, soil right. is very rare. And uh, so, you know, Kevin okay. Costner's got some gills, and he can go down and bring soil back. Oh, He's really? Here. I had no idea it was about that. It's it's cool, but there's all these raiders, and people are lost. There's all these floating fortresses and shit like that. Uh, like, I loved it, and I right. thought it was dope. And it's, yeah. But, again, it's not very... Same thing the way I liked The Postman, which is another Kevin Costner long movie that was very theme-heavy that not a lot of people liked. Okay. And I might not have paid attention to it either had my right. stepdad and my mom not, like, watched it a hundred times and went on about how cool they thought it was. Uh, and the acting, and it's kind of cheesy, whatever, but the concept right. of the, the, the Postman is yeah. that... You know, that's again post-apocalyptic. Everything's failed. He is that why he's called Postman? Yeah. So he's he, like post-apocalyptic well, man, or no? Is he like an actual mailman? Spoiler alert! But he finds uh, so he's there's post-apocalyptic. There's always like raiders and stuff around. Yeah. He finds an old mailman's costume, like, uh, and so that's how he gets into the city. And he just oh, pretends to be. He pretends to be the mailman. And okay. Then, but he doesn't expect the reaction. Everybody's right. Like, the mail's back, so they believe in the system, and he, so he keeps up with the lie. Oh wow. And sort of like people start to believe, and then he actually kind of makes it real. But it's an incredible, like, it's a really great story. And, and but people again were like, oh, it's a shit movie, blah 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 blah. But mm. I think that it'll be remembered in the way that like Spartacus was, or like other uh, movies that at the time might have been seen as a flop, right? Like mm-hmm. Citizen Kane, I think, was also considered a flop at mm-hmm. the time. A lot of like movies that we look at now weren't commercial successes right right right. but that's because they took sort of chances right right like some of like David Lynch's movies I don't know if you're if oh, you're into that yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, yeah it's just like yeah like Mulholland Drive and Eraserhead right? yeah. Eraserhead yeah Eraserhead, what's yeah, the, yeah, this... uh, the one with the fuck man that's the one I like Elephant Man no man the one with the videotape dang it videotape yeah so like I forget what it's called but anyways like this dude wakes up and then like he finds a videotape and then he puts in the videotape and the videotape is somebody who's been recording them while they're sleeping. He's huh. like, well, what the fuck, right? Like somebody's in my house. Like, you know what I mean? He's like, I might not have watched that one. Dang, man. You know what? I hate that I can't remember the dang name. But, you know, hmm. Guess what, guys? Because uh, Jake, can... pull that up. This is like the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, let me see here. Come on, Jamie. Dang. What am I doing here? Oh, I can't because... I can't do it, Captain, because the frickin', uh... Again, we got two ports on here in the front, and I switched out the keyboard uh, for the microphone, so let's do that. I mean... What are we doing? We're looking up... Uh, I'm gonna describe this. I'm, I'm gonna, like, try to, like, type this out on my phone now. So, it says David Lynch... Just type David Lynch movies, bro. It's, movies. like, it's like his most popular movie, bro. Okay, cool. This is most popular? I would say that it's the one that... Okay, so this, The Straight Story, The yeah. Elephant Man, no. Mulholland Drive, no. Blue Velvet, no. uh, Eraserhead, no. Lost Highway. Yes. Lost Highway? Okay. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Lost cool. Highway, yes. All right. All right. Eraserhead was cool, too. That was a good one. Eraserhead was really cool, highway. man. Sorry? Eraserhead, like, blew my mind. It was just insane, I think. You like, like Salad Fingers, though, right? I do. Yeah. I do. I like that, Salad like, cringy stuff. Like, yeah, I like, I like <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm surprised yeah. you've never heard of Tim and Eric Awesome Show. Man. No, it's I have like... not. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. I, I, no, I was thinking the Eric Andre show. Eric Andre is dope, too. Right, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love yeah, Eric yeah, Andre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's hilarious. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, 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 love, uh, I love all that shit, man. Craft Punk. I love you. <laughs> I just love all his little skits he does. Man. Yeah, yeah. Did you Bro, watch that movie on Netflix? Nintendo says, Rancho, Bird Up. He did like a whole movie on Netflix 
for an hour and a half or something. Yeah, like, that was it was like, alright, man. Yeah. It was good. The concept sounded cool on paper and actually there's been other people who have tried that sort of live action sort of like put it in the movie but they don't yeah. know. Like the guy from like Jackass, right? Uh, Jackass, yeah, yeah, uh, like, uh, Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville. He did like the the one with the old, old yeah, he did the old the grandfather grandpa, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, bad yeah, yeah. Or whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was all right, but again, yeah. it's um, the way they did it. I don't know. I felt like there was too like there, you'd be into the movie and then you'd be like the way they do the reactions of people. I felt like it kind of took away from the plot of the movie. Like, I'm all for the realism of it, but the camera work was very, like, reality TV sort of, like, Uh, zoom in on their face afterwards, right? And I I see, That type of, like, production to me is, I feel like, kind of butchers what that could be. Right, But it's almost like they're afraid to to do it that way because they don't, like, we want you to know it's live action, right? right. So they use those for, like, you, so you know it's actually a real reaction, yeah, right? So you don't yeah. have to explain it to everybody. But right. I can actually think that it'd be better if it was more subtle. Yep, yeah, yeah. But yeah. again, I, that's very difficult to execute. Like a handheld camera or something like that? Hmm? Like a handheld camera? What do you mean? Like a, like one of those cameras where... You know, there was like no, a bit of like, that, yeah. like like shaking and stuff like that, right? Like the Blair Witch Project kind of thing, right? Which kind oh, of like yeah, yeah, yeah. put you in like the driver's seat. Uh, it's exactly like, that you know? same sort of feel, yeah. But yeah. I think it would be better if they if they just did it like with professional shots. And I know it's higher, harder to hide the camera in that yeah. way. But you're right, like that sort of shaky camera vibe is exactly... Like it worked for Blair Witch, that's a great example. Yeah. But it, I don't know. The Bad Grandpa wasn't a great example, and uh, the one we were just talking about that thought we thought about, uh, Eric Andre, it was okay. Yeah. yeah, it was okay. It was average. I really like Eric Andre's show, though. I yeah. I like the idea, like, having those people on all the ridiculous stuff that happens <laughs> on his show there. I love it, they filmed for, like, two and a half hours, and they only used ten minutes of it, so... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. interesting. Very interesting. You know, Eric Andre's parents are, like, both psychologists or something. Really? He's a smart guy. You can tell oh, he's a smart course, guy. Yeah, there's yeah. no question. Man. You can I, tell I, he's a smart I, guy. I love, I love watching. Like I watch compilations of his interviews sometimes, and sometimes he just got the stupid look on his face, like when right. especially when he's somebody else and he's waiting for that attention. You can just right. see how he feeds off it. Yeah, his eyes get real big and he's real into it. And, I love Eric Andre. You, you can tell that it, that he like for him it's like an actual like social experiment. It's not like a social experiment for, in a way where you see on like YouTube, right? Where it's got like this. This twenty-three-year-old shithead that's on YouTube and being like saying something rude to to passer passerbys and it's a prank, bro. Yeah, it's a prank. Yeah, you know, like he actually like he has like some thought behind what he's doing there, and it's kind of interesting, I think. I think sometimes, yeah, I think there yeah. is a bit of like it's a prank, bro. But I think that he goes so far with it that it makes it funnier. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because you're right. Though. I'm uh, I'm so tired of the internet. I'm tired of everything. Oh really? Well, it just. We just got in this weird thing now where everybody just like records their nice deeds for people. Everybody's, you know, yeah, records I mean, fights, bad things happen. It's yeah. Just cool with their phone. It's just like we celebrate mental illness, right? It's mm-hmm. like stuff like that is like, look at this asshole, right? But we were all really, you know, this guy cut me off and he's like freaking out. What a piece of shit. Yeah. And, but the reality is, is that a lot of those things are sort of mental illness, man. Mm-hmm. And like, when you're seeing people that are like when they're totally wrong right but you're watching them having some crazy reaction or whatever right yeah like oh what a what a, what a loser that guy is. or what an yeah, angry yeah, yeah. piece of shit that guy is right we see someone him like you know berate someone and they get told off like you gotta right. I think it's 
we, we, we switch from like wanting to sometimes we just want to be the hammer you know like right. Joe Rogan talks about like just green lighting people like once they've done something wrong it's like yeah now we can like unleash all our bullshit like you piece of shit fuck right, you right right, right. Like, we can yeah. unleash on that on them it's just not it's not productive man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I'm like I'm a little bothered by stuff like that right yeah 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 I mean that's it's just it's weirdly the society we live in right and and one part of me just feels like this would happen all the time this this happened all the time but we're just seeing more of it now and then that's actually triggering like a like a domino effect and getting more people to behave like that right it's changing behavior you know so it's just like this weird cycle <laughs> you know it's like a couple of people were always like that a majority of people might have been like that and now it's, it's a video it's amplifying things yeah right? so yeah. you go from like these small remember like they had this back in like 2013 there was something going around in New York City called the knockout game right Where right young punk teenagers would go up behind somebody just, just walk and punch just people, hit, try yeah. to knock them yeah, out yeah, right? yeah. and that's like a subculture thing that probably wouldn't have went any further than a group in high school right mm-hmm. among their friends that would have thought that yeah. cool they got yeah. to that point where it triggered other groups that were right. like susceptible to that type oh yeah Absolutely. I can like, upload a video it gave everybody a platform for that yep. thing and yep. accelerated and amplified yep. a lot of things yeah. that in the tight Pod challenge right you remember that it was sure, like the most yeah. like insane there's, thing ever there's like, a lot of that type of yeah. thing going on yeah. so um, and it's that's not really that like Tide Pod Challenge I mean they used to do bloodletting and all different types of things they thought were medical science back in the day so I mean that's no really weirder if you look yeah. at history in general but what I right. think is interesting or what I think is like noteworthy to try and discuss and mm-hmm. maybe you can maybe I'll be able to articulate it in a way that you'll be able to contribute right mm-hmm. um, so what I kind of feel like is happening and I got onto this with music first but I kind of feel like we're in, uh, you know, when you hold up a mirror to a mirror, right? Right. So these images, right? Like s- s- talking about even your basic sort of picture of someone, mm-hmm. right? Snapshot of time. Mm-hmm. Right? All these images and visuals kind of put us in a loop, I feel like, because mm-hmm. we end up sort of imitating the thing that's imitating the thing that's imitating the thing. Right, absolutely. It's like boom, boom. It becomes this thing where they kind of just almost like if you've ever seen like you know, a ball that is bouncing and as the closes in, it starts faster, right? Absolutely. As it in, right? And so what I've seen and my evidence of this is my evidence or my anecdotal evidence, right? Right. Um, would be the best way to, 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 to look at it. Maybe there's one with fashion, but mm-hmm. with music, it seems to be a lot more evident in a way that people are almost like less taking chances right Mm -hmm. so like think about before recorded music right Mm -hmm. a song that was great to a generation would you know other people who never heard it would have became legend right but now we still look back 50 years ago at the greatest band Led Zeppelin's like we we created all these like permanent sort of hierarchies yeah yeah yeah. and so because of that these bands sort of still attached that instead of flipping out over something new with every, Mm. every sort of teenage generation that hates the last stuff right it becomes this sort of like well that's the compass we still have to go back to but that's the standard Led Zeppelin so unless you make something that falls under the root system Mm -hmm. of that you don't get away from it right because all these like and then this happened with hip hop right this is how I try to explain people who say hip hop's not good but if you look back at music right which which I really love everything sort of like splintered off from different genres yeah so the Uh, blues you know people know kind of the blues was the origins of rock and roll right right? and rock and roll the Beatles led into sort of 
a more heavier sort of a rock and roll when you got into the Rolling Stones in yeah. the seventies and eighties. But then in the eighties, you got into the glamour rock. Yeah, right? just yeah. like we're in the glamour hip hop yeah, era, right? Yeah. But what happened after the eighties? We got all the grunge era, like, brand but, new. But we also had like hair, hair metal and stuff like that, right? In the eighties as 80s, well. Well, the eighties became hair metal. It was yeah. all sort of glam. Yeah. Guys had right, makeup. Right. It became about the the lifestyle. It was a bit of like trash metal as well, like. You know, like like uh, it w- wasn't uh, wasn't like Iron Maiden and like uh, like uh, Metallica and all those guys from the eighties or are they in the nineties? Iron Maiden that's seventies. That's seventies. Seventies okay. and eighties oh. for sure. Man, yeah, they came yeah. out in the seventies. But okay. that's where you started to see all the white snakes and all the Guns N' Roses. Ah, I see. Right, 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 right. The, the guys with the, the booms. Right? Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what we're seeing, if you look at that parallel empire and glorification and right. that sort of imagery, that's the hip hop thing mm-hmm. right now. What I'm saying, though, what's most important about what I'm saying is that these are all tied back to a tree, right? These are mm-hmm. all root systems that continue to... I'm using my hands right now, so too bad if you're listening, but um, <laughs> they're all like root systems that sort of right. continue to spread out, and I feel like because we're always... I feel like there's this, like, blinder system that keeps people from just creating something totally new, and, mm-hmm. like, if you start thinking about music and especially, like, what's been popular, it's all splintered off that. It's not yeah. splintered off of, like, other forms of, of, of music, maybe, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so it's not to say that it's good or bad, but I think because of things that are recorded, and they, they're staying power now mm-hmm. because they stay past generations, and now we have to look back. Because if, when Led Zeppelin was recorded, bro, it was never, like, we weren't, it was a totally different world. There was no internet. So it's like, it's like that shit where I say, like, yeah, like people are like, oh, why don't you? You don't understand the lyrics. Why don't you listen to it? I'm like, do you understand the lyrics? I'm like, yeah, I understand hip hop lyrics. I'm like, but do you though? When he talks about shooting up the streets and things and having to worry about gun violence, you understand the words, but do you understand what that means? All right. That's no different from me listening to opera, man. I kind of right. get the feeling of it, man, but I don't understand the words. Yeah. A lion, if he spoke English, you would not understand what he's saying. Right. Because his worldview was so different. Right? right. Right. And in that same sort of thing, man, looking back and using these times from that music and looking back at that when. You know, there was, it, it seems sort of like not representative. It seems sort of holding us back. It seems right. like glue in a way, and it's for, stopping us from flipping again. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And, and and one part of me, I think like you said something very interesting, Tim, and I think like, um, or Ghost, a.k.a. Ghost, but... Uh, Tim? <laughs> who's, who's Tim? Who's Tim? Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but I think I think yeah you said something very interesting, um, which is which is essentially like people are not churning out new stuff right and I think we're kind of going back to uh, to to like the older places and we're saying like you know let's uh, let's let's kind of like continue that that entire like uh, uh, phase of, of music that was created right let's kind of stick to the roots. I also think that actually on the like if I could kind of like push back on that I think. On the other side of things, we do have people that are creating new types of music, right? Like, for example, like Kendrick Lamar, right? But they're lateral movements, and Kendrick Lamar, I wouldn't say Kendrick Lamar is creating new types of music at all. I would, I would push back on, on that example and say, I would say you'd have to get pretty avant-garde and find some pretty psychedelic examples to find things that are completely new in, 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 in that way, because it's all, it's the same thing with philosophy. So, That's like saying, right. that, like, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, Thomas Hobbes was saying something new, but it's all just tied back to Plato and Aristotle and Westphalian philosophy that ties right. back to Greek philosophy. It has nothing to do with, like... So you're saying it's incremental and it's not significant? 
I'm saying that it's more of a lateral move than it is right. something that's new, right? And I feel like it is new, and mm. I would don't I, like I couldn't straight face tell you that right. you know uh, house music and the heavy metal is exactly the same music. Right. What I will say is if you start tying them back and you go back, you start seeing how close. Right, they are the kind of right. lateral split, lateral mm-hmm. split. You can mm-hmm. go back and get into disco, into funk, and how these like look. Because I right. listen to all this shit music. I don't yeah, know yeah, why yeah. I like it. Yeah, but there's you know, there's yeah. a lot of like parallels there, like little little sort of like jumps. So, like in the seventies, you started to get like Motorhead and stuff like that, and Motorhead right. were the seeds of death metal and metal. Mm-hmm. Well, Motorhead and metal. Motorhead was the seeds of Metallica, right? Mm. Like the heavier stuff, right? Right. And that led onto other groups that. That led on to the mega deaths and stuff right, like that went right. a little bit different direction with the Guns and Roses and stuff. They're a little more rock and roll, but then right. that could lead into like Sepultura, Deicide, NWO, all this like all that death right, metal. Right, right, right. right but right. at the same time, you had everything else. You had the seeds of Nirvana happening, mm. right? Neutral Milk Hotel, all these grunge builds, Silverchair, all these sort of yep. metal jams, right? Yep. That came out the golden eras, and you also had the golden era of hip hop that came mm-hmm. out, right? Mm-hmm. Because honestly, hip hop before 1989 was fucking garbage, bro. Oh like, really? Oh, I think. What you gonna do when the keep the truth? It was like so like go I don't wanna hear that shit and right. to me it sounds real basic and I appreciate it for the stepping stone that it was. I appreciate that there's a whole generation of people that to think that that's the dope shit and mm-hmm. my shit went off. Right. But for me, it doesn't lack the things I love about hip hop. The mm. things I love about hip hop were that jazzy, lo-fi sort of beat and all of the sort of themes that went along with that. But I love the wordplay and the punchlines and mm-hmm. a lot of that other mm-hmm. stuff as well. So, mm-hmm. but again, there's other forms of like genre. Hip hop is split again, and right. still at core group. There's an underground for a while. There's the Action Bronsons and the Immortal Techniques and people who still continue that tradition and have sort of like more mimic that mm-hmm. but we have a lot of different types of hip hop now as you know we right. have the Takashi 6 9s and we right. have the mumble raps and right, we have, right, we right. have the, the riff raps and yep, we have the yep. uh, you know and then we have the, the lean rappers that whole shit we got the drill shit you yep. know we got all these different things and if you look at it that we're about in the same place we were in the 90s with all the rock right mm. we're getting these little sort of subgenres. Right, Pearl right, Jam right. a little more commercial Nirvana a little more grunge right. Neutral Milk Hotel which is an obscure band a little more weird yeah, right yeah, yeah. so Mm. it's all still part of that tree system and it's all cool to look at but mm-hmm. I wonder how much it's hurting us in a way that there's a bunch of mirrors right and mm-hmm. it's like cool but it's like sort of becomes more yeah. abstract and I yeah, wonder what it would be like yeah, you know what Like, and, and one part of me <laughs> wonders if it's uh, if, if we're kind of like not following the money here right because is 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 something that's more commercial the thing that's selling more mm-hmm. and is that what is contributing to more of that music that we hear on the radio. Have you ever heard of country music? That's exactly what's happened with country music. Right. Country so. music has gone from, uh, which I actually like, I, I really like, uh, 40s, 50s, 60s, some 70s, well, a lot of 70s, 80s, right. 90s. Right. I guess most of it up until about late 90s, 2000 country, right? Mm-hmm. Like I like certain songs and it's all different. Some of it's a little, little more twangy, a little mm-hmm. more bluesy, mm-hmm. it wasn't, it's a little bit more like rock and roll. But right. once you get into 2000, it became this pop music where everything had this certain, about 122 BPM, maybe 110 BPM, or that right. sort of like, din, like these catchy right. hooks. Come right. on right. country, God love free, like all this sort of like, oh, okay. man, give a pick up. This right. is like little catchy phrase sort of things, right? And what they've essentially did was taken the formula 
from what little 14-year-old girls like about NSYNC, right. and they reappropriated it to country music, changed the lyrics right, to the music, right. and, that, and used the same sound. Yeah, yeah, so I feel like that's what's happening everywhere in the world, like, because, like, really, like, new music is not, you know, no one's, no one's going to put their money on it, right? And that's the reality, uh, mm-hmm. because it's not what's selling, and, and, like, cookie cutter is what's selling now, <laughs> you know? Like, the... the cookie cutter is what's selling like even even with like books that you read right sometimes it's, it's like cookie cutter that's selling like there's a formula everything's got a framework and right. I think a lot of these people stick to to framework and uh, and what would give them most return on, on their investment well I think it just comes I think it absolutely comes down to what people want out of a book or a movie right or a song right and there's a lot of philosophy behind that some mm-hmm. people think that songs and books and movies are supposed to be an escape right some people think they're supposed to comfort us or sort right. of fill in the voids of our sort of abyss identity sort mm-hmm. of you know um, give us character our archetypes to, right. to look at or, right. or like sort of reinforce like when the song you like says something about you like hey you know I one time yeah. broke my foot on right. Kool-Aid or yeah. I don't know what the yeah. fuck I'm saying but right. there's things that make us feel more connected to the culture there, that's there's, true there's all of that for sure man. yeah, um, yeah. I, it, but, but it just depends right because uh, what I'm saying about that is that um, they have found a formula that a lot of people like. When you watch a Disney movie, for example, they always end in a good way, right? Yeah. What you're paying yeah. for is like you already know what the ending is, right? right. When you go into a Disney movie, you already know. Yep. You yep. know what's going to end good. You, yep. You'd be actually pissed if it turned out the end in some way where there was no ending or right. a good guy died and some here would be like, dude, I brought my kids here, man. Yep. I'm going to show them this is how stories end. Right. It's so counterproductive to Absolutely. Our culture, man. But, Absolutely. And, and that's the same thing with any sort of movie. There's a framework, there's a protagonist. There action movie with horror movies yeah, people absolutely. want a certain feeling people yeah. want to be taken care of by that movie absolutely. Right? they want to feel like they're in a little safe basket watching yep. ha- happen to everybody else that's it right, right? they're predictable and that's, most and movies okay. are predictable right? well, well they are yeah. in a lot of ways yeah. right? but you have to when you understand your market and you look at you understand this right? when you look at mass markets and you look at what is safe, right? Mm-hmm. What is something that, like, here's an old trope, right? Right, like, right. The, the romance interest and the guy right. getting the girl who shouldn't, the guy was able to get the girl who shouldn't know, right? Yeah, and it's a yeah. story that, that's, that's maybe not that interesting, but much like in advertising and other things, it's the lowest common denominator that Absolutely. they can get with as many people, right? And so Absolutely. there's a lot of safety in that, yep. right? Yep. And it isn't until you can get people into later stages of their career where they're willing to take chances, right? Because mm-hmm. no one wants to take a chance on some 20-year-old kid who, you know, has this crazy idea for a sci-fi, right? Yep. Or whatever, no matter how great the idea is, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. that's not where they invest that money. If they're going to invest $500,000, it's going to be in James fucking Cameron, it's not going to be in, you know... Yeah, yeah. Goa or Ghost. Yeah, it's got to be that... Uh, Yo, you know what sounds cool? What? A Goa Ghost, man. Oh, man. Man, that sounds scary, bro. I'm sure there's a bunch of them. You ever heard of a Goa Ghost, though, man? I'm, I'm sure there's a bunch of them. I don't know them personally, but I'm pretty go, sure Go, 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 Ghost! Yeah. That sounds like you'd be some, like, superhero thing, but I feel like if you had a Go, Go, Ghost, you'd be, like, for good. <laughs> right? That feels more of, like, a, like... Like, the crescendo of, like... Go, 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 go! Right, right. I'm going to do some... Let's behead some people. Like, I feel like that's not it. I feel like, go, you'd be saving an old lady from a tree or a cat from the bus. Right, right. Yeah. No, that doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't an old lady be in a tree? Go up. Well, I mean, she could be in a tree. She but could she be rescuing... Okay, she thing. could be rescuing her cat, and she could have got stuck. If she is in a tree, yeah. she's definitely needing help. I don't know how the fuck she got up there. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, I don't have time to ask. I just want to know how we can get her down. 
That's because true. think about it. That's true. They're fragile, bro. Mm-hmm. And they're a little squishy. Dead weight. I mean, am I going to be a fire... Hi, what does she look like? A fireman carry? I feel like I'm going to get sucked in a little How bit. How would you... Just get like a ladder up there? Would you have to cut off the tree? I think we need two left. Cut off the tree? What are you talking about? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, have never, I have never, I have never had to rescue Jesus, someone from a tree. Man. I don't know. <laughs> That's his go-to. Is nuke. Let's just cut the tree down. Don't worry. Hold on. That kind of work out, man. Reminds me of my friend's brother who's like, we were driving one day. And he was just sitting in the back seat. He's a couple years younger than us. He's like, oh, people are such morons. I don't know why they just don't, like, get out right before a car accident. Like, just get out of the car. I'm like, you're an idiot, man. Like, I just looked at my friend. I'm like, this is your bloodline? You're related to this, dude? He's just like, I know, man. I don't know what to tell you. And I got, I was just trying to tell him, like, maybe inertia? That's probably why. But, you know, once someone says something like that, there's no... It's no talking to them, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. kind of like once someone tells you that the vaccine is giving their arm Wi-Fi, it's like, what's well, shit? <laughs> Wait, what? I've never heard this one. No, that's a joke that I made about when oh, I got okay. the vaccine. It's like, right. oh, I can put Wi-Fi out of my arm right. now. But, right, that's just sort of a commentary <laughs> on morons who think they get chipped, which is ridiculous. And it was ridiculous in the 90s, and I still laugh about people who thought they were, like, microchipped in the 90s. Because, like, microchips back then were so big. And, like, right. what could you do with it? They were not micro. They were night micro and they like had no power. Yeah. Like what memory would they've been able to like what I just don't know. Yeah. There was no GPS. No, no. And no. they probably still got it. They were obsolete like yeah. six months later. It's like, ah, what about those all those people? We put those microchips it's, in. Uh, it's like, ah, we got Windows seven now. I guess yeah. <laughs> I guess they're out of fucking luck. It's it's quite something, man. It's quite something. But everybody's got the phone, bro. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like you it's, got a camera, uh, you got this. If, if someone wants to track you, they're probably tracking you by now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man, they'd be bored. They think the ship is broken. It's like this thing yeah. hasn't fucking moved. Yeah. Someone wants to track you. They're probably tracking you. Yeah, or it is. wouldn't be hard. I I make a podcast. They'd be like, oh shit, you want to follow? Just listen to his podcast. <laughs> He'll tell you what he's doing. All good. Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny, man. It's uh, I mean, with the amount of data that's out there, like data. Yeah. 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 With the data. amount of data that's data. out there. I like Star Trek. Actually, <laughs> do you like or watch Star Trek? You watch Star Trek, bro? No, man. You don't watch no. Star Trek? You no, look like dude. a guy who's been to... Really? The fuck you look like a, one of those Trekkie cats. I can <laughs> see it, bro. Like, uh, number one. Hey, number one. Huh? You're not? No, Battlestar Galactica? You don't like any space shit? Um, he likes some space shit, folks. I, did, I, I watched the... I watched... Um, All Indian guys like space shit. Man, I do. I, so I watched uh, <laughs> the guy with... The, 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 the Seth, Seth MacFarlane. Uh, he did like this uh, this show, which was quite cool. I've got to look it Seth up. Seth MacFarlane? Yeah. Like a serious show? The guy right? from like Family Guy? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what Seth MacFarlane is. That's why I was just surprised to hear you say space in this. He did like, like, a, yeah. he did like a, a space show. Quite interesting. Uh, He's a really smart guy. I imagine he, him to be like a, a crazy conversation. I feel like, I don't know what type of belief systems he would have. I wouldn't necessarily expect him to be like refined or have some like, you know, philosophical insight. But I think right. it would be fun to talk to. It's called Arvel. Dude, I've never heard of It's that. really good, man. A lot of people are comparing it to, like, Star Trek, the, the 60s Star Trek. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've, I've never watched the 60s Star Trek, uh, but the, the, with the graphics and everything this like that and the storyline. I've watched the old Star Trek. It's okay for what it was in the era. It was it was groundbreaking. Right, right. I'm a Star Trek Next Generation guy myself. Okay. I like Captain Picard. I like Riker. Okay. Okay. I like Data. Right, Jordan right. Lefort, uh, uh, Jordy. I said LaForge. I don't know if the fuck is. It was Jordy. Do Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. LeVar yeah. Burton. Okay. Okay. Good, so they had good stories, man. I watched right. a, little, a little bit of Battlestar Galactica. I tried to get into that. Hmm. 
And it's cool, man, but it's so, like, slow. Fuck. Especially really? the first season. Man. It's good, and people out there, if you like it and you're pulling out your hair black, I'm a moron. Don't, right. Don't give, don't, don't give what hurt about it. It's yeah. probably great, but right. it just started off slow for me, man. Yeah, the Orville's really nice because it's got a it's got a bit of humor in there. Mm. It's kind of got like the set mark, the set McFarlane brand of humor, yeah, right? Yeah, I imagine so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so it's quite interesting. It's like it's very serious tones. They they kind of like talk about racism. They talk about like like things that are kind of hitting us every day, right? Um, but they talk about it and they make you like kind of like think about sometimes like the social and the moral kind of uh, uh, aspects of certain certain uh, things that they're kind of challenging, right? And they, Kind yeah, of make you think about it. Seth should shut the fuck up, though, because he does all this cowboy shit all the time, and I hate that cowboy shit. What's all my heroes, shit? I don't like cowboys, man. Like, like just regular cowboys? Bro, cowboy, you ever heard of cowboys and Indians? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, they're the ones that shot at us in all the movies and shit, right? Oh, yeah. They were, part oh, yeah. Of, they were like the spear tip of, like, expansion into the world. Oh, right, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I agree all with you. All my heroes like cowboys. Fuck yeah. cowboys. Yeah, I don't yeah. Like cowboy I, hats and like all that shit, but he's always real down with the westerns. And all oh, that, right, 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 right. Yeah, he's all about he's all about that, wild, that culture, wild west right? Out yeah. here, folks, just a bunch of Indians. Right, right. Not the good kind. With the yeah, curry. yeah. The bad kind with the hair. Yeah, yeah, but but I mean, like again, like that culture sells. That's well, it sells to other people. It doesn't yeah. sell to me. No, neither sure. neither does it to me, right? And I I don't think I've like watched anything, right? Um, it's funny because like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I don't want to hear any morality, racism shit about him when he supports them, when he's sort of like Mr. Like Cowboy loving that right, shit. I right, feel like right. it's a little hypocritical, right? Yeah, that's true. That's a, that is true. That's the case with a lot of people that are out there like, you know what, we need transgender bathrooms. And I'm like, this is cool, man. But, you know, there's a lot of my people who are still under oil advisories, you know what I mean? They don't have clean fucking water. Yeah. They, like, buried us in these, behind these fucking churches, man, for, you know, yeah, that's uh, many years. Well, that's painful, man. I'm speaking to you in culture in Ojibwe right or yeah. in English instead of Ojibwe right now because my grandparents were in assimilation schools. Like, you know, like I don't want to hear any about like Canada being equality and all these immigrants and people can come here and equality. I'm like, you guys haven't treated us right, and that's why I don't ever, I don't give a shit about this every child matters thing. I don't like. I feel like what we've been doing is trying to get the white man to notice us. Like, oh no, but now, now that you found the bodies, oh, every child matters, oh, everything's good. Like, motherfuckers, you guys already knew about the shit. I'm not trying to berate my listeners. I know I ranted about this before, but I don't like it, man, because I don't care if they accept us anymore. I want to start acting as a sovereign nation. I want to start, like, sending, if I was a chief of my reserve, I would start sending out letters when world events happened and donating whatever we could and acting like a sovereign nation would. I would have my own ambassador. Whether we were official ambassador or not, I'd make him stand outside the uh, UN. Mm-hmm. Don't let me in, fine, but we'll stand here. We're going to force ourselves to be a part of that. Because we're not going to, no one's going to do that for us, bro. Mm-hmm. It's like I tell people who like, no one... No matter how much the owner love of a business loves you, he's never gonna promote you to owner, bro. Mm-hmm. Never. Mm-hmm. You might make manager, you might get an extra ten grand a year, but there's a fucking ceiling there, bro. Yep. And there's a ceiling for indigenous people too, man. And no matter how liberal or how ultra equal or whatever, I don't want that. I'm mm-hmm. not equal with these other people, and it's not to say I personally am not. Mm-hmm. It's I feel the hierarchy of what's at stake and the total extinction of my culture. I feel like it takes a hierarchy over everything else, and what that the only way that's going to be fixed is when we're not ruled. We don't need better rules from masters, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. No. We just need our no. own. We need our own sort of thing. Sorry, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to be like right. You agree? Mm-hmm. I just meant like you know, 
feel strongly about it. Yeah, no, no, I understand, man. And and uh, you know, like you think about it, and like there was a, there's obviously like a, a similar kind of thing, right? With like uh, in, in India, also, right? Like all the stuff, that we, the man. atrocities that we went through and stuff like that. There was a, uh, there was a bit of like there had to be a bit of like uh, organizing and and kind of orchestrating at different levels, right? Um, and that that took time, right? It just it took so much time, and uh, like it, it's kind of like. We went through this, still, but you guys are still going through you it. You guys that still stuff. have India, though, man. You know? You yeah, you guys are still going through it, and that sucks. Uh, they're right on top of us. You guys still have India. You yep. guys, I'm glad that they, they left and you got them out. There's still an, a lot of damage that, mm -hmm. from my perspective, damage that was done in terms of how some people see themselves with the fairer skin thing and all right. of that, right? Which I feel right. is like well, I mean, leftover like, from, from that sort of, like... Um, colonial sort of ruling elite right it was mm -hmm. always you want to be fair skinned right and I'm not right. trying to tell you about your culture just from other things that I've heard from other people yeah. from there about sort yeah. of like it's preferable the lighter skin you are yep like, yep there's that but there's also like all, all, all of these like uh, economic like, uh, like I could never speak to that do you want to yeah. share a little bit like what do you mean about economics well I mean like like I mean so so apparently like from what I've been reading and obviously like I don't say that I'm an expert here and there no, could no, be no, you know like, like say what you heard or what yeah you know, yeah like. this is just kind of like what I heard right and and uh, correct me if I'm wrong please yeah but uh, I think it's like about uh, about a quarter of the, the world's GDP uh, was coming from India pre pre-colonization Oh, wow. Right. Um, when we when we were left with it, and I think like I, I think I don't remember what the exact like conversion was in trillions of dollars, uh, and then when when we were given our freedom, or I guess uh, in quotes, <laughs> yeah, um, we were in the negative uh, GDP, right? Mm -hmm. Which means that we had no industrialization, uh, which means that we had no system of logistical system for sending out our goods and trading. Uh, which means that we had a broken down political system uh, that had to be built from uh, from negative, basically. Yeah. Uh, which means that we had no social, um, um, <clears throat> I think, uh, no social balance, right? It was uh, constantly imbalanced, and because uh, you cut off the head of a snake, and and uh, something else comes up, right? And uh, you know, and and so that that was something that was constantly in our faces, and. Absolutely, uh, it would be. You know, so there's a bunch of different things there, and and you know, you always go back to like, hey, why didn't we, why didn't we have like an economic system that we could rely on, right? Um, was this something that we were kind of um, helped out with? But no, but the the oh, reality that's so is like, interesting, man. you know, the reality is like we had we had people that were uh, we had an entire industry that would just weave like some of the the best silk and cotton in the world, right? Like none other, uh, so much so that that we had uh, kind of like. Uh, the the colonizers come o come over and kind of like cut off the thumbs of our weavers, and uh, essentially force the um, force the agriculturalists and the farmers to grow commercialized crops and then export the crops. So nothing actually stayed in the country and everything yeah, actually yeah. got exported, yeah, yeah. which actually destroyed the country within, led to several um, you know like deaths uh, of people because there was not enough food. Uh, all the food was getting uh, exported. Uh, all of the Material and most of the lands were actually like uh, growing crops to actually export, right? And so yeah. there was a mix of commercial and whatever. And so manufacturing was happening in India, and then after a point of time, when they cut off the artisans' fingers and hands, uh, they they essentially would just kind of send everything to the west, uh, mainly Scotland, and uh, and that's kind of how they they gained uh, 
uh, ties with Scotland. Uh, it was part of the. It was really? yeah. yeah. There's like yes. a whole like thing behind that, right? So. Um, interesting, right? And so a lot of people are again like, you know, I've heard this before, and they're like, oh, but they built an entire railway system for you guys. But no, they built the entire railway system so they could uh, send goods and our goods transport from the north to the south, and then be able to put it on, load it onto ships, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, you wouldn't want to spend a year because India is massive. India is so huge, right? Yeah. Imagine transporting that by by like horseback. <laughs> yeah, it's not easy terrain. No. It's not like there's a bunch of different. Yeah, roads. there's all types of weather there. I'm sure there's roads, but you know, yeah. it's so not they, like that the network of highways like we would imagine maybe they do now, right? At right. that time. Yeah. But so yeah, you know, that's how we we have always, uh, you know, once I sort of get people to the point of understanding the effects of this sort of round of colonization in the last couple hundred you know years and this sort of like last three four hundred years. It's important also to understand that this is something that isn't new to the human species, right? So like it's not. It's not. You know, from recorded history, we've always sort of conquered one another's cities and lands and took yeah. things for ourselves yeah. and sort of like, but you know, put it in law, right? So yeah, but but yeah, I mean, it's it's been happening for years. Like like you know, like ever since uh, ever since uh, uh, I guess we we came out of. Uh, uh, you know, like, I don't know, like, came out of, like, uh, whatever that, that species was, right? The Garden of Eden? Yeah. <laughs> you mean? No. When no, God created no. man and then took, took some ribs and then made Eve. Yeah, man. Yeah. Wow. 6,000 years ago. The mean? Garden of Eden, huh? When the universe was created? With, with the talking snake? Yeah. Well, probably, yeah. The talking snake, yeah. Well, I mean, like, it's it's crazy, right? No, but but the reality is like we know better now, right? So there's like no excuse, you know. Uh, just because it happened, but, but it, like, it will continue. It's not happening. that we know better. Like yeah, sure we know better now, but like, mm-hmm. and believe me, like I speak, you know, obviously I would like it not to be like that, but it's important to understand that, you know, a lot of these decisions when they were made, it was like a couple hundred years ago, right? And it's not to say it's not alleviate. It's not like. I'm saying there's there's no responsibility. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of saying like it's they're not more more guilty of anybody else who's done anything. And at that particular time, we were all like still wiping our ass with leaves. We were still doing real dumb shit. Like we didn't know what we know now. And yeah. for us to do colonization now, to start it now, would be like what are you doing? Yeah. But we yeah. we're continuing in it because you know. There's, what else do those people do, right? Yeah. And so, you know, the yeah. the immigrants still come, and America and Canada still still here, and mm-hmm. it's just a continuation of that, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Sadness, uh, sad Indian face, <laughs> indigenous face. Just say indigenous face, right? Because you're the you're the real Indian man. They uh, thought we were you. Well, I don't know if they care to dis- to distinguish. Man. They're like, ah, they're all Indians, whatever. Okay. Yeah, my money's on they didn't probably care. <laughs> no, I would I would say probably not. But I mean, that's uh, that's Victorian society, and I was you know, I mean, shit, dude. Yeah. This is I like history so much, man. Yeah. Like, just look back at history. This is every major civilization. This, mm. this is how things. This is how empires were. Cultures yeah. were, were, you know, it's happened so many well, times, bro. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I think, like, yeah, when you think about, like, 
you know, like, uh, like even like like today's like business, right? You, it's a it, like unfortunately in you know, a lot of places it's a very similar strategy, right? Like how do you kind of like conquer, right? Like and that's that's how it is, and that's again frameworks. <laughs> yeah. So, I can't tell you that uh, I know that there's a better way to do it, but I can tell you that there are a lot of consequences that as we do keep on doing this, you know, and I'm not going to say like, oh, there's environmental, but this is, there's just a lot of, you know, there's a lot of like negative space. There's a lot of bad things that are symbiotically attached to these ways of life, right? Just, there's just, there's going to be inequality. There's going to be, I mean, what we can, what can we do to mitigate it? I don't know. I, I think that education and trying to have as many people equally educated as possible raising up the bottom um, is going to be most important, right? Because mm-hmm. democracy without an education is, like, what's the fucking point? Like, what are you, how are you going to vote in your own interests if you don't know what they are, right? And so, right now, we allow people, uh, we don't do anything about mental health and any kids that yeah. show signs of mental health problems are just kind of labeled bad kids. And then, yeah. so, what ends up happening, they end up having not a great success or relationship with school and a lot of them end up dropping out and then you have this whole subculture of people that are like fuck school fuck the system fuck society right that end up working these transitional transient sort of jobs right the women get pregnant and knocked Mm -hmm. up and then they're either working you know shitty jobs because they don't have daycare to be able to better their situation and mm-hmm. then the men usually end up with substance abuse problems in some way which makes holding a job mm-hmm. problematic right mm-hmm. and so until you address that shit right and once you do uh, but until you do you're, you're not going to get anywhere addressing the symptom making jails better making philosophies all these different things well maybe if we just don't like you're once you take care of what I'm saying, those those issues, letting, giving, um, trying to mitigate as much mental health as mm-hmm. possible without saying that people can't have kids, right? Because that's a problem, right? You can't be like, you can't have kids because you're fucking retarded or, right. or you're like, man, we think you're mentally, because that's a slippery slope mm-hmm. for sure, because mm-hmm. who gets to make that call? But doing our best to sort of mitigate, uh, mitigate problems that happen at home like that, right? Intergener- intergenerational trauma is uh, going to be a hard thing to intervene with, but it's something that if we're aware of it from a child going through it, from behavioral issues, maybe there's other ways we can find to to uh, mitigate the long-term consequences of that. Maybe that's the person that we can find extra care for, right? Because it's not like you can take them away from there. You can take them away from the parents, right? But that was, that's not going to do what you want. In fact, that's probably just going to, like, you took me away from my parents and yeah. bring them harder. It's going to scar them a bit more. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. right? So how do you fix these things and how do you t- t- address these problems? Well, these are the conversations we should be having. Yeah, yeah. Not, like, get rid of the jail or defund the police because those are just peripheral things that are further mm-hmm. down the line. We get happy, health. I always say, happy, healthy people don't rob, kill, and murder. Yep. Happy, healthy people don't fucking, you know, attack and assault people. Happy, healthy people don't uh, work a job that they hate and, mm-hmm. you know, work in it. It's just, it's not what people do. It's and they're not going to sub- abuse substance, right? Also, you know? That's uh, it, man. And, and, and that's, people are pretty simple over time mm-hmm. in that way. You give them enough to eat and give them a sense of agency and they feel like they have something to carve out for themselves. Yep. They're usually pretty happy, right? Yep. And there's a lot of egalitarian, sort of utilitarian, big ass $17 words that there's labels for that. Mm-hmm. But until you sort of do that, you're not going to, 
you're not going to ever fix the problem. It's sort of you're just going to amplify. Yeah. Mean, you're going to amplify it, right? And yeah. sort of like it's expensive and it's a completely paradigm. Parad- it's a complete paradigm shift, but. Again, with democracy, we'll never get there because there's not enough educated people that are actually understand the few people who are saying exactly what I'm saying, right? And if so, if there was more of a uh, equal base and we could sort of use the same language, right, mm. instead of the intellectual wizards using one set of language to describe the problem that the proletariat's going through, mm-hmm. if the proletariat could understand without the people in the middle. Yeah. You know what I mean? The proletariat yeah. now you has to go through the media and what does the professorism, what does this say, what is the government saying, right? But if mm-hmm. there was a more connection to the people who really were thinking about their genuine interests, which sometimes ends up being these backroom philosophical wizards, what would mm-hmm. be best for society in these groups, right? Right. If we right. had them connected to the masses who have the voting power, mm-hmm. that would have some but that's that, that doesn't happen because they still speak the same language, right? Mm-hmm. Just how I said utilitarian, egalitarian, like yeah. all of that shit, man. That's right. that's something. Those are all like tools that represent bigger conversations, right? But until that's actually translated to the guy who works on your car, he it's like the guy who works on his car speaking to you, right? Oh, I need to take the discombobulator, and then this, and then I'm gonna need a run. Yeah, like I can't even do it myself. Yeah. I probably yeah. could, but I'm just not gonna waste the energy on pretending yeah. to do that. But, um, well, like yeah, I, I think like maybe also like you know I think. You're right. Like education is key. Um, not everyone wants to go to school. That's that's I think like one point for me. Like I think sure. like yeah, not everyone wants to go to school. But but so my my understanding of that is mass media, right? Uh, if if mass media like the radio or television can be used to control uh, a mass, uh, right? Um, so so let's say like North Korea, right? Um, can it be can it be used? as an educational tool, right? Sure. Uh, do we, and again, it goes back to like, do we do we spend enough time from a mass media perspective as a, as a society um, on on creating like these educational pieces, these products uh, that are love, that reach a lot of people and, and are attractive to a lot of people that listen, right? Yeah, I think that what you're, what you're absolutely, what you're going on is something that I've, I've tried to Incorporating the way that they approach the indigenous studies at McMaster, which is like make it interesting and they'll come. Right, right. So I don't think that a lot of people, sure, don't need school and won't go down that. They'll be craftsmen, but that's not, that's, they don't need this type of school system that we have now. But we don't, we, we refine that and we say, um, (laughs) here's some core, so, so, you know, teach them sociology young, teach them sort of these things, you know, get them out of like, make, make, Okay, here's some things. You Mm -hmm. have to understand your community. You have to understand your obligations as a citizen if you want to live in the community, right? Mm -hmm. You have to understand these laws. You have to understand the culture and all these things. These things that are going to affect you. Financial literacy, all these things, right? That should be something that you have to take regardless because it's something that's going to be, you know, affect you either way. Um, And then short of that, I I, I don't know what should or shouldn't be included, but... Yeah. um, We need to allow people to... uh, Dang, man, I was going to say something else, but I forgot. <laughs> That's the thing with me. I forget sometimes and then I sing about it. <laughs> it works every time. Are you going to cut that out? No. I don't cut it out. Did you listen to the other podcast, man? I did, I yeah, did, man. I think I, I did. I'm going to do some, yeah. some impromptu uh, singing there as nice. well. Nice. Uh, I try not to do it too much, but. Uh, 
yeah, so, um, yeah, until we can get everybody sort of equally educated and uh, people can know what their interests are, I think democracy is just, you know, a bunch of bullshit. And I think, uh, what I actually think, man, to be honest with you, is that we need different types of leaders for different times. Mm -hmm. I think that for certain times of the stress of COVID, we need a visionary dictator type of leader who can lay down the law, make things happen quickly without the red tape. Sometimes that's necessary. Mm. When, uh, ergo Winston Churchill in World War II, uh, Doug Ford in some small way that he had, we handled the vaccine sort of uh, thing here and he's like, we're going to make our own PPE, we're going to mm -hmm. get these factories going and making stuff. That's the type of person we need in there at that particular moment. When mm -hmm. things are good, we can have a vote and everything's good, but we need to sort of have more of a, like a transmission mm. in a car and switch and have different things, right? And be like, okay, if we don't fix this, we're going to end up clicking over to this stage, right? right? And then right. Like, we'll have a whole different type of government at that point. So right. it's like, okay, we need to fix the economy. Everything's tightened up. You know what I mean? It's almost like different yeah. things instead of having like, we like the liberals because they're going to have, you know, right? we right. want to be conservative because they don't like immigrants. Like, yeah. way, it's always never tied to anything that's really in their interest, right? Like right. tax rate breaks, things that are like really affect their day-to-day -day life. All of these, you know, I don't know. It's very difficult. And then the media doesn't do much better and it's not their fault that most of the people are talking to are fucking morons. So it's like, how do we talk to them about really what's complex and how and why GM would leave this and why companies and what's on the future of her economy? Usually that's like on a back page in the economy section and talking to other like venture capitalists, but it's never really communicated. They don't put any effort in communicating the seriousness and urgency of different things to people yeah. who aren't really exposed to them, right? They, right. They, they talk to people like they're morons or they um, don't do good a job do a good job educating them on what they need to know. Right. Right. They'll tell them what they want to hear. Yeah. I'd rather have the friend in the in the in the playground who comes up and says, "Yo, ghost, you got some stuck in your teeth. Yo, ghost, right. you got uh, your shits. Oh, yo, ghost, this guy's talking shit about you. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I don't want the guy that says, "Hey, yo, ghost, I like your hair today. Hey, yo, ghost, yeah. remember your test the other day? How'd that go? I wonder right. how it's gonna go. The grades right. come back. Like trying to like anticipate what I want to hear to keep yeah. my attention. Right. Yeah. Back and forth. I don't want that shit. Right. That's a, that's like having a yes man on crack, and that's what the media is right yep. now. Yeah. They don't, oh, you don't like snakes? Oh, man, I heard there's a report that there's a snake on the other side of the playground. I just want to let you know. Da, 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 they'll come back to me at lunch break. You know what? That snake, I haven't seen it again, but I'm going to get back to you. I'm going to be like, I'm good. They know I'm going to be like, oh, damn, I need to know what's going on with this fucking snake. And they're right. just like, okay. They don't give a shit about the snake. They just know that, okay, ghost, snakes. That's how we keep his attention. Mm -hmm. Oh, got go over here and we get uh, biryani. That's how we keep his right. attention. The new biryani <laughs> place up the road there. Da, 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 da. It's like, what, really? Damn, you need to keep me up to date about that, right? But that's not really what's in your interest, right? There's a yeah. tidal wave coming. Other, right. There's other things that if we were really looking out for your interest, we would try to expose you to that mm -hmm. and even just leave you with the information whether or not you understood it or not. Yep. Like they say, hey, ghost, your fly's undone. And like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I don't understand. Right. And, you know, I don't get the, I don't get the memo about what that really meant. But at least that they tried. The right. goodwill. Immanuel Kant, right? Yep. So, yep. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think, I think like, the media is, like, our, our best shot to reaching everyone. But, uh, but I think we need to kind of, like, get out of, like, constantly finding a way to just, like, you know, like, you've got, like, the, like, the, like, the radio stations are playing exactly, like you said, things that uh, people want to hear more of. And, and people want to hear more of that because... Uh, because it's part of uh, of what makes a person stand out, and it's part of like uh, something that they can relate to, right? I'd like, be the worst yeah. radio programmer. I'd be like, no, you're gonna listen to Chet Baker from uh, 1967 uh, 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 because it's good. 
It's good for you. Be yeah. Like, you know, mom back in the day, no, you're going to eat the greens because they're good for you, yep. right? And it's like, yeah, probably true. Didn't like the experience, but turns out I'm a lot healthier person later on That's for true. It. So That's I don't true. know yeah, where I, you draw the line. In fact, I got so much of that that I just stopped eating uh, vegetables from the time I was like 20 to like 25. And then I was like, man, I need to eat vegetables. Right. You know? So. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Probably good. I try to get the old V8 in me. Oh, yeah? The, yeah, the, the, the The drink. Yeah, it's got yeah. the vegetables yeah, yeah, in it. It's yeah. probably not as great, not having all, all right. the other fiber, but it's a right. better alternative than nothing. Yeah. I don't do a lot of cooking around here. It's oh, just me. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just me, man. Yeah. So it's like... Neither... neither. It costs me the same I, to yeah. order food and right. to get it something made. That's it, right? Like, neither than it do is I. for me to cook it, plus I have to cook it myself and do dishes. And I got, you know what, if I had a, an electric, if I had a gas stove, yeah. I'd probably be a lot more amped to cook all the time. Right. But cooking on an electric stove is not a fun experience. Really? Not okay. really, man, because you can't, you can't, you can saute stuff, but the way electric works, it main, it turns on the element and then turns it off and tries to maintain heat, right? Okay. okay. Whereas a gas stove is just uh, constant heat, right? So cooking an egg, cooking anything, it's easy to like okay. time things out and make things, you know, how. Yeah how you would see it on the, you know, make it on TV. Like, well, right. this is easy, but you get right. an electric, you know. I don't, I don't cook at all. I, I don't think, I don't think the stovetop is going to make a difference in my life. I think I would not just, like, be able to cook. I think I'd have more fun if I did. Yeah, you do? Okay. To be honest with you. Yeah, yeah for me, I think it's just, like, I don't know. I don't have the, I don't really have the patience, man, to cut stuff. and I think like patience. I don't. I don't. I, I have to be honest. Like, yeah. He's got no patience for it. His name's Goa. Ain't got Noah, Noah Patience. Noah Goa. The Goa Constrictor. <laughs> That'd be your name if you were like a wrestler from Goa. Yeah. All the way from India, the Goa, Goa Constrictor. Constrictor. Yeah. That'd be cool. <sighs> and a whole bunch of biryani breath just, <laughs> right? Just a whole crowd because they're all down for you. Just, oh my God, it's curry. Hey. You know who this guy's fan base is? On the other side, it's all nachos and hot dog breath. <laughs> Damn, I do not. That's looking back, not a great place to be if COVID was out there. Mm. A lot of people screaming. That's all I think about now. You know what ruined the movies for me, bro? What? Like going to the movies? Yeah. Is like I noticed when I went in real, real stone smoking weed yeah. one time, and I noticed when you know like between, like the trailers when it's like goes quiet. Yeah. Hearing like fifty people chew popcorn is oh, yeah, fucking gross. gross. That is gross. Because you can hear like it's not a couple people with their. It's a lot of people with their mouths open, bro. Yeah. There's a lot you can just... And when there's, like, more... It feels like you're in a room with, like, cannibals or something, bro. It's like, yeah. I couldn't deal, man. And I yeah. was like, I'm never going back. You know what What really shit. annoys me is when people whip out their phone, right? Oh. In the middle of the, in, in the middle of a movie... And you like they're like black theater where they're just laughing, <laughs> yelling into the whole thing. Yeah, it's a different like, culture. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I mean, the, the that's different because okay. you expect that shit. Yeah, the yelling's okay. You know, I like people are showing the phone shit's whatever. fucky because it distracts you. I hate the phone shit, man. Yeah, like, and it's just like a sure. light, right? Like, it's just like in your face. It's like, dude, like, come on, man. Like, there's yeah, a reason why like the lights are off, right? Yeah, real like I don't even want to be here. Like, bro, take your bitch ass outside. Yeah, go get a drink. Go text your fucking bro. Like, I don't whatever. know. Whatever. Like, get, get on your phone call or whatever. People are annoying, man. That's yeah. why, like, I don't know. Sometimes it's difficult to not be, like, cynical or be stressed out when people do things, especially when you're kind of half anticipating it. Right. Road rage is the worst for that, too, man. It's like, I, 
worked on that a lot, so I don't have the same sort of elements, man, but it's frustrating getting cut off, and then people flip you off, and then it's like, or you watch people just, like, almost hit you because they're, you know, Holy looking crap. at their phone, or, uh. like, you know, the cyclists are annoying as shit because they'll, like, just blow stop signs, you're almost hitting them. Yeah. yeah. It's stressful, man. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. I don't know why I started going down that road and telling you about the road rage thing. I don't know, but I did. Yeah. Goa looks tired, everybody. He looks like he's scratching his head. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, I think he's ready to wrap this up. But yeah. guess what? We got another hour and 45 minutes because this is a marathon for the boa constrictor. Help, help me. No, no, we're editing that out. There's no one helping you. I'm sorry. Forget it. You're trapped, motherfucker. You're trapped. trapped. Oh, man. Well, I appreciate you coming and hanging out, man. And I think it probably is a good place to wrap it up. I think we're about fucking an hour and something, something, something. Nice. Do you have, do you have enough? Oh, I usually try to go with how long can my listeners keep earplugs in, right? Okay. Because I've been told that my, my music and these podcasts are better when you have earplugs in. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? I've been listening to them with earplugs in. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah. You know what? I, yeah. I could see why that might soften it a little for people, right? Mm. Or maybe just drown it out completely. I. Oh, you mean like earplugs or air, air like It's earpods? a joke. It's a oh. joke. Go up. Oh, sorry. Better with earplugs sorry. in means that they don't like it. Because I they am can't a hear robot. It. I am a he's robot. He's a robot. I don't. I... Da, 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 yeah, yeah. And he's a 60s robot. <laughs> we couldn't get an updated voice. <laughs> I don't know why you went with the old 60s version. We've got all types of voice to text, text to voice out there. You could change the accents. Hey, man, I'm the original Welcome version. Welcome to International Gamers Union Podcast. <laughs> that was my one. I always use these like, British people. International Gamers Union podcast. Yeah, man. Was that yours? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Did that we, me and a friend there, uh, code name Snooty Skabooby. He's a good friend of mine, and uh, yeah, we did uh, twenty five or thirty episodes of that. They're all like an hour long, and then we found that it was like so much gaming news and stuff. And we're like, right. oh, we want to do fun stuff, so we created the Snooty Ghost podcast and did 15 or 20 episodes of that, and that was real, like, we did, like, a top five, and it was so production-heavy, because, like... Because you had to, like, research the shit out. Well, right? not just that, but, it, like, we'd have to do, like, top five demos or whatever, and then I'd have to literally, like, splice in the top five, uh, number one, do, 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 put in the music, do, 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 number two, do, right. do, 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 do right. and just try to, like, time it all out, fit it in with our podcast, and it was so... It was fun for a while, man, but, like, I kind of had to choose between the friendship of the podcast, because, you know, I was just getting annoyed with my friend, and my friend was getting annoyed with me, probably, right, like, because right. I'm all like, we got to do it this way, and yeah. this way, and, you know, he's all, you know, doing things his own way, and, uh, like, nobody's fault, I mean, to say, like, either way, we're just like, oh, man, we're just starting to, like, hate each other. Like, yeah, yeah, even, I mean, that happens, we're right? We're not hate each other, like, but it just wasn't fun anymore. It felt more like work, and that's not why we were doing it. Right, right, I mean, it right, was, right. like, a fun thing to do. And whether, like, it caught on or not, right? And I still, like, real proud of the work we did and the intros that we made. And, uh, hmm. you know, after we get off here, maybe I'll show you yeah, 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 a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, anyways, guys, I, I, I um, thanks for listening. And, Goa, again, thanks for coming on the show No, here. thanks for having me. Oh, man, it was thanks a for pleasure me, doing it. Yeah. And I hope that... Uh, I don't know how much we accomplished in terms of like real discussion or whatever, but I it was don't a know. fun very conversation. Little, very little, man. Yeah. very little. Typically, that's uh, maybe yeah. a good thing, right? Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, uh, yeah. But I'd like to, you know, uh, have you back anytime. You just yeah, let man, me know, for man. sure. We, yeah. Maybe we yeah. uh, 
get yeah. into the get into it a little more and yeah. you know see yeah. what happens. But absolutely, um, absolutely. Well, I appreciate yeah, you guys. Appreciate you, Goa, and yeah. uh, you guys take care. Do you want to get anything to say? No, no, you got thanks, your own guys. Podcast. Want to plug your no, Instagram? No, 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 no Instagram. No, no. no none of that. None of that. Shout out to your missus. No, 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 Mrs. Goa. He's in trouble. No, 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 no. Shout out to Mrs. Goa. Let's 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 leave it at that, Mrs. Goa. Uh, Alright guys, uh, thanks again And I think I said that 40 times That was the last time Peace (laughs) What you've just heard Was speaking boring Thank you for your time and patience Dearest friends Meet witch